0: You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Members of the local LGBTQ plus community who also have intellectual and developmental disabilities are getting ready to take part in the Rochester Pride Parade this weekend. Marching alongside them will be advocates from the Arc of Monroe. We had a big presence last year and an even bigger one this year. As Tracy Crosby. She's executive director of the ARC Foundation. She says about 25 LGBTQ people supported by the organization will be participating in the parade. They include 46-year-old Gretchen Wise. Gretchen has a disability that affects her speech. She spoke to us with the help of a voice communication app.
1: I think it's important for me to sort of, in a way, being a leader of sorts for others that might be in the same boat I was in, being gay and having a disability.
0: The Pride Parade starts at 1 p.m. Saturday at the intersection of Alexander Street and Park Avenue. Producers of the Rochester Fringe Festival have unveiled the lineup for this year's shows. WXXI's Jeff Spivak has more.
2: Some of the performers are familiar to the festival that's been an annual part of Rochester's Septembers since 2012. The Spiegel Tent, Silent Disco, and the Street Beat Breakdance Competition are back. Schatzpearer. The alcohol-fueled interpretation of the Bard also returns with a new version of Othello, not approved by Shakespeare. But the festival is not old news, says the event's producer, Erica Fee.
0: The vast majority of the shows are new. uh...
2: Among them, a grand piano dangling over Parcel 5 in downtown Rochester. That's the headlining show the first weekend of the festival, which opens September 12th. The piano with acrobats will be suspended from a hot air balloon. Another new show will run in the Spiegel tent on East Main Street throughout the Rochester Fringe. The Colombian acrobats Sir Columbia. Typical of the Fringe mentality, the Spiegel tent will also present the spooky music duo, Charming Disaster. It has played Rochester in the past, but this time will present all of its audience members with a seance kit, good for summoning lost friends and relatives.
0: We're doing that on the final night of the festival, just in case anything bad happens.
2: The Rochester Fringe had already announced comedian Tignataro as its 8 p.m. September 16th headliner at Kodak Hall at Eastman Theater. Taro's show and all the other ticketed shows are on sale now. Jeff Spivak, WXXI News.
0: There are now three guaranteed income programs operating in Rochester. One targets new mothers. It's led by a New York City nonprofit. It should be starting in September. The city of Rochester recently launched a program which will provide $500 a month to select families for a year. And now the state of New York is starting a similar effort to see if such now-strings-attached money can impact a family's involvement with the child welfare system. Suzanne miles Gustav is acting commissioner for the State Office of Children and Family Services. She says research shows there is a link between poverty and child welfare involvement and between economic support and a reduction of that involvement. We are partnering with uh, research partners to evaluate the outcomes in the hopes that this will prove as a way to expand our prevention strategy concept um, statewide. She says one of those partners, the University of Pennsylvania, will help determine if the pilot program improves outcomes for families and decreases their risk for future involvement in the child welfare system. Relatives of those killed and wounded during last year's mass shooting at a supermarket in Buffalo are suing several online platforms, weapons retailers and others who they say contributed to the massacre. WXXI's Randy Gorman reports.
1: Tech and social media giants like Facebook, Amazon, and Google bear responsibility for radicalizing the Buffalo supermarket shooter who was fueled by racist conspiracy theories that he encountered online. That's according to a lawsuit filed Wednesday by the victim's relatives. The suit names several online platforms, including Facebook's parent company, Meta, Instagram, Google, Discord, and Amazon, which owns Twitch, the live streaming platform that Peyton Gendron used to broadcast last year's shooting. The suit also names the maker of the gunman's body armor, as well as the firearms retailers that sold him weapons. Ten black people were killed and three others wounded in May of last year when Gendron opened fire at the Tops Market in a predominantly black neighborhood in East Buffalo. He is serving a prison sentence of life without parole after pleading guilty to crimes including murder and domestic terrorism motivated by hate. Randy Gorman, WXXI News.
0: In response to the lawsuit, a spokesperson for YouTube said the company has invested in technology and policies to identify and remove extremist content. Three Canandaigua Lake beaches remain closed due to elevated levels of bacteria. The Ontario County Health Department said recent heavy rains and floods washed contaminated stormwater into the lake. So until further notice, the beaches at Kershaw Park, Deep Run Park and Ananda Park are closed. Canandaigua City Manager John Goodman tells us that the city's municipal water supply is not affected. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.